of creation. Uh, everyone, pretty much in the sound of my voice, um, understands the beginning of the story. Started out real good, didn't it? <laughs> um, and the Lord made creation and put man right smack in the middle of it and wanted him to be fruitful and multiply. And he gave him a word before old Slewfoot came by to tempt him. Um, there was no divide between God and Adam and Eve um, before they went against what the Lord instructed them to keep away from. And we know that Adam and Eve disobeyed, and when they disobeyed the Lord, it brought a separation. It brought a division between God and man, and we see all kinds of sickness, disease, and confusion, and identity crisis, and all kinds of things in our world that should never have been, but God has given mankind the gift of choice. It's a powerful thing. It's also a, a deadly thing, too, if those, the thought process is not in um, the hand of the Lord. The Bible says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So our choices become better and fruitful as we have the mind of the Lord. Can you say amen? And so I want the mind of the Lord. Amen. Especially at this time, I want to think the thoughts of God. And so that brought a division. I want you to go to Ephesians 1, 3. We'll read a few scriptures here. Uh, make kind of a foundation here. But it was never the will of God and plan of God that we were separated from the Lord. Nobody under the sound of my voice, it's not the will of God for you to be separated from God and from the purpose for which he created you for. Can we say amen? That's true. Some of us could have been dead a long time ago and some of us could have been through horrific things. But thank God for his mercy, his grace, his love. Amen. Praise God. That's worth praising God for. You can go to bed with peace in your mind right tonight <laughs> because of Jesus, because of the hand of the Lord. And we not, need not to take that for granted and not be arrogant of that because the Bible says that no one can come to the Father unless the Spirit begins to draw that person. You're here because God drew you. By his mercy, somebody planted a seed in you, and <laughs> you made the right choice to embrace repentance baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Spirit of God lives within you, and that God living within us puts us in a position, uh, and I'm not trying to be uh, offensive here about what I'm getting ready to say, to go, that puts us in a realm to go beyond just sitting in a pew week after week after week after week after week. We should be evolving, for lack of a better word, into what we were created to be and to do. Can you say amen? God did what he did so we would not be cut short. He bridged the gap so we can be all that he has called us to be. That is an awesome, incredible thing. You don't have to be a drunk like some of your parents were 
addicted, you don't have to go through divorce. Amen. You don't have to be violent. You don't have to hit a wall. You don't have to have any curse of the world that came in through separation operating in your life after he saved you. That's shouting stuff right there. My goodness. Some of us have, have uh, <laughs> um, threw up in a toilet bowl. We thought we was having a good time. That wasn't a good time. That was a crazy, stupid choice. But now, thank the Lord, we can get drunk in the Holy Ghost. We don't have to be, come on, somebody. I'm just going to preach it old. We don't have to be drunk in that way, but we can be filled with the Spirit of God. That's why you got to be careful what you listen to, who you let speak into your life, and what you allow to operate in your heart and your mind. Because you, if, you're not care, if you're not careful, your walk will be powerless because of what you allowed into your life. That God forbid that. That's not the testimony that, that, that the people of God need to have in this last hour of time. But we need to be operating not only in the gifts of the Spirit, but the anointing of God. And above that, the glory of God. The fruits of the Spirit being manifest in and through our lives. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, so on and so forth. Um, that's God's purpose for us. I'm going to just slow down for a minute. You don't have to be miserable. The, 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 the reason why separation came in the beginning was not God's fault. Amen. So we need to quit blaming God. And also, like Pastor says, I mean, the devil's red because he's mad because we keep blaming him for stuff when the choice is yours. You can receive me right now as an oracle of God and receive it as I'm speaking from God, or you can just say, ah, I know him, and just brush it off and with the, the conviction that you feel in your heart and whatever you receive right now to be true of God, the word of the Lord, and you can walk away and shrug it off, and that's your choice. That's a powerful thing. You can be as close to God as you want to. I'm going to say that again. You can be as close to God as you want to. You can pray as long as you want to. You can fast however often you want to. I ain't doing it tonight. I'm getting me a ribeye. Well done. Need to go to Walmart, get some elder nutter. I need to get some uh, sautéed mushrooms and onions too. Slap on top of that. See, that's a choice, and I'm choosing that tonight. Praise the Lord. But our choices are powerful. But um, put that scripture back up there. You guys all right? Let's walk together in the scriptures for a moment. Blessed, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Let's read that together on count of three. Let's just read the whole scripture on count of three. One, two, and three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Whew. Everyone say all spiritual blessings. I'm not, I don't want to die just experiencing the gift of tongues in operation. Hello, somebody. 
Because there's prophecies that have went forth, okay, that God has promised us that we will see them. But if I'm not choosing right, I'm never going to see it. I can come to church and my heart be a million miles away from God. It doesn't matter who's standing up here preaching. The word is the word. The word of the Lord is anointed. I mean, the reason why they didn't prosper in the Old Testament coming out of, uh, out of Egypt because they didn't mix it with faith. Or we get so carnal, we judge who's preaching and forget about the word of the Lord that's being spoken. Can I get a witness from somebody? The word of the Lord is powerful. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God shall man live. That's why it's so key not to get nothing in your heart between your brother and sister because you just might hear something that somebody's saying that's the word of the Lord that you need. If I'm staying separated from God and not standing in the place of God, I'm going to operate like that. God wants us to be successful in our walk with him. Get that in your mind. Settle it in your heart. Can you say amen? amen. All right, go to another scripture, 2 Corinthians 1.20. We're going somewhere. For all the promises of God. Let's read this together as a family. On count three, one, two, and three. For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him Amen. Unto the glory of God by. That's startling. Go to Ezekiel 2230. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge. And stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. When you study that, that is amazing. They had, they had a priest, they had uh, a prophet. You study Ezekiel, he was a priest. Ezekiel 1.3, uh, the Lord placed a prophetic anointing upon him and through his walk with God uh, he, he wrote through scripture and said I, I sought for someone to stand in the gap and I could find no one now that gap that separation when you're in God is uh, it's no more. That's why when you're, the promises of God in him are yea and amen in him. You got to be in Christ. You don't have to be in church. You got to be in Christ. You can go to a building and not be, in, not be in church. You can just be going to church. Does that make sense? There's a difference of being in him. But, but God is searching for someone to not only talk about prayer and say amen to prayer, but to do prayer and walk in prayer. See, it gets a little tight when we talk about this because we, we um, if we're not careful, we can get caught up in prophecy 
and forget there's timing and tuning to prophecy. If there ain't no prayer going on, there ain't no prophecy going to happen. One, two, and three. Somebody's got to pray it and believe it. Can you say amen? It's one thing to say amen, but it's another thing to mix it and actually walk in it. That's a different level. I can say amen all day long, but the amen is not also just verbally, but it's action. It's, it's my walk with God. He's seeking somebody right now to stand in the gap. Look at our, for our nation. Look at our moral decay. Why talk about it? Go into the place, bring prophecy with you, and begin to declare what thus saith the Lord. If not, you're going to be running everywhere thinking everybody else and everything else is the problem. When he put the power in my hand, he put the, jo the choice in my heart. Can I get a witness from somebody? That I can stand in the gap and, and really get not only not only frustrated where I'm talking about, I'm sick of this, I'm sick of this, I'm sick of this, but, but go to the place of God because you have authority. You're baptized in Jesus' name. You're filled with his spirit. You're a child of God. There's no respect of persons. This is a startling promise that very rare people take up. Majority complain about it before they actually Stand in the gap and fight the good fight of faith. I'm tired of seeing people addicted. Now what I just said is connected to the prophecy. I'm tired of people being addicted. I'm tired of seeing people come and go and, and it's an emotional fix, but there's no conversion in their heart. It has nothing to do with God. I think it has something to do with us not standing in the gap and bridging the sinner back to God. Oh, that's a startling promise. Now think about this. What you going to do with it now? Now that you know that God is looking, and when he finds somebody who's standing in the gap, he's going to take heed to their prayer. It might not be like that. Some prayers take time because he's got to change your heart, the heart of the congregation, to actually walk in the prophetic prayer that's being prayed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't ask for money if I ain't got a budget plan. Don't ask for miracles if I'm going to chase miracles. And my heart goes towards miracles and not God. The reason why I'm standing in the gap is because now I'm taking on the heart of God. I don't want people to go to hell. I don't want people to be addicted. They were separated, but I stretched out my own arm to the death, burial, and resurrection that I did myself. Why isn't anybody stirring that truth up? I'm taking advantage of that promise. I said I'm taking advantage of the promise not only for Zanesville, but for Kashokton, for, for, for our nation, 
for every missionary field, for McConnellsville, for Gloucester, for Cambridge, for our homes, for our sons and daughters, for our children who are lost, for people that come to church that they lost their way, they feel like there's no plan, no purpose. That's a lie for the pits of hell. If you're hearing my voice right now, there's still a plan. There's still a purpose. There's still a focus for you that God wants to give you. There's still a place to go in God. I'm not settling for less. The devil's not settling for less. People are dying and, and having overdose like every day. And I'm not a doomsday. I'm just saying that that reality needs to be, be in our heart and not that we embrace prophecy and do nothing. That's deception. You got to mix it with faith. You got to wake up in the morning and say, hey, Lord, order my steps today. I just don't want to be a Christian in name only. I actually want to live the miraculous God. I want to walk in the miraculous God. I want to see it for myself, God. Hallelujah. And you can pray a prayer. God, help my unbelief. You guys all right? Thank you, Lord. We got to stand in the old gap, in the old, in, in the old path. But I'm not going to blame God if somebody goes to hell on my watch. Meaning, everybody under the sound of my voice has somebody that they know that's lost. So that promise applies to everybody. A preacher has to fight to keep his fire burning in his heart. You got to protect the burden so people can feel the heart of God. And right now, we're feeling God's heart. It's one thing to shout and praise and run the aisles. I'm doing that with prophecy. But with that comes a change of mind. When he said there's 120, that's going to get the Holy Ghost. Do you believe it? Now let me ask another question. Are you praying like it? Come on, somebody. Even when he said somebody being raised from the dead, that takes a change of mind. Because the Bible says you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall what? Recover. Amen. Our hands. But you got to stand in the gap first because I feel like God's looking for someone. He, he's, his eye, God's hand is upon our church. Man, I wish I would have got a complete amen. I'm going to say it again. God's hand is upon our church. We got a great pastor. We got great leadership. We really do. We got faithful people of God. We got a youth that's evolving to be everything that God's called it to be. It takes work. But we shouldn't be reaching more for an emotion and reneging the reality of standing in the gap and feeling how God feels about the sinner. 
Am I making sense? It's a little tight, and that's all right. We shouldn't, if it's true revival, and it is, there's going to be a stirring to pray. Constantly. You got to keep it stirring. Let's go a little bit deeper in our prayer. You've been praying for the light bill. You've been praying for loaves and fishes. You've been praying for all this. Now let's go deeper. Because I want to give you my heart in prayer. Instead of coming to the house of the Lord and lifting my hands, and it's all about my problems. When he said, I know what you need before you ask. If you seek my kingdom, you'll look back and realize you got food on the table. Your lights ain't going out. Hello, somebody. You got gas to go to work? I'm taking care of all that. I'm just trying to get you in a, in a place to where your mindset can change that I can continue to flow through my church. I think we need to pray right now. You're listening. I know you're listening. This is going in your heart. And to some of us, our intercessors, but to some of us, we know that God is calling us to help uplift. Look at me. Help uplift the prophecy by standing in the gap. It's time. Can you say amen? It's time. We're not called to be just emotional. We're called to operate very wisely, especially in, the, in revival. Can you say amen? The most crowded place besides a sanctuary should be our prayer rooms. Even in the car when you're, going, when you're driving to church, you got tears coming down your eyes. Standing in the gap in the spirit. God, I'm going to church today. Somebody's going to come in, Lord. Oh, God, they're addicted. Lord, God, they're, they're, they're confused of, of gender identity. But, Lord, I pray that the anointing would flow so strong through the music, Lord God, and so strong through the preaching, Lord God, that they would come out of it. You're standing in the gap. You're not just saying, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. No. Every preacher's got to protect your spirit. Everybody in this sanctuary is the type of preacher because you got somebody that's watching you and that you're influencing, though you don't know it. We need to pray right now just for a moment. I'm not going to be too much longer. How many of us will stand in the gap in this revival? We can't be deceived, y'all. Come on, somebody. Lift your heart with your hand right now to the Lord. He said, I sought for me a man. <laughs> I couldn't find nobody. Don't go back to your cave. You can be delivered. Come on, lift your heart with your hands right now. Come on. In faith in Jesus' name. Say, God, I just don't want to be emotional. God, stir my heart again. Oh, God, let me walk with you in this revival, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hmm.
said, this is what I'm looking at. One who's got a broken and contrite heart. That's what the Bible says. Can we be spiritually mature that we can not only be emotional and excited about when we hear prophecy, that we can embrace brokenness at the same time and mix it and walk right with God in the midst of a great revival. Because somebody knows if you're fake or not. Come on, somebody. somebody. People know if you really love them or not. And that's real. Go to Ezekiel 37. And th this, is, this is the been talking, kind of screaming and teaching and preaching. And it feels very sobering because there's a call to go a little further in this revival. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which is full of dry bones. Everyone say dry bones. Hmm. Oh, let me turn that real quick. And it starts with leadership. He took the man of God and he set him first. I think we're feeling that. I think we understand that. We know that. We believe that. We receive that. Amen. He sat him in the valley and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. We have to face it for what it is first. This nation needs God. I'm going to take you there. I'm going to show you. Right? Still people that I know that's overdosing. You have to brace not only the end of the thing, but kind of the facts of the thing too. Does that make sense? You have to come to Red Sea. You got to face, man, that's the facts, but you can't forget about the promise, the startling promise. You're going to the promised land. Someone say, man. You got to face it. Where God is calling us to go and our purpose in this. Verse 2 again, and he calls me to pass them round about, and behold, they were very many in open valley, and lo, they were very dry, not just dry, but very dry, dead. Not just dry, but very dry. Some people that I know a lot are very dry. They're empty. They still trying to find it in, the, in, in Jack Daniels, and they still trying to find it in popping pills and marijuana and pornography and all these various different things. It ain't fixing it. It'll never fix it. Only Jesus can fix it. You know, God, praise God. I'm almost done. You know, God is so powerful, he'll let some, listen, not, not only convictions are tailored to your life, but also sufferings. So you'll pray and you'll seek him. 
Because even the backslider's in his hand. He said, I'm married to the backslider. I know exactly what I'm doing. But I got to keep a gateway. I got to keep a flow in my church. I got to keep it steady, Eddie. Like a well-oiled machine. Can I get a witness from somebody? Yes, we got smiles, but also tears of brokenness. But we're not deceived by the emotion of, of, of the end of prophecy or even brokenness. We're, our hearts are right. Sunday, somebody's going to get saved. Somebody's going to get right with God. God, as I'm praying, I'm standing in the gap. Let me feel the one that's depressed, God, in that service. Let me feel that, God. So I'm just not going to service to walk around, but I'm going to service for a purpose and realizing that he's come to seek and to save that which was lost. We were lost at one time, but thank God somebody prayed for us. Thank God, God somebody stood in the gap for us. Come on, somebody, you need to clap your hands under the Lord. We're not that, oh my goodness. Come on, we can still run the aisles and shout and talk in tongues. But you're not getting the reality of where I came from and what we're really fighting under the underneath. That we're fighting for souls. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that our intercessors don't, don't get, that we, that we pray and somebody takes up a lamentation for our intercessors, that they don't get distracted with life. They don't get distracted with other things, but their heart is fixed, trusting the Lord. Their mind's made up. I, I'm going with this 110%. I'm not letting life get my heart. A life, a life get me down. I'm not letting a trial take me away from the purpose and plan of Almighty God. He's risen me up not only to be happy but to be, and to be blessed, but to be a bridge for somebody. I pray in Jesus' name that this message would burden your heart, that you come in the sanctuary and you shout and talk in tongues, but inside your heart you're looking who's hurting, who needs you, Jesus. I'm going to man my position, but the allegiance of my heart is to your will and to your way and to your plan. Come on, somebody. There's some people in here right now that need a touch of God. There's some people in here right now that need a move of God in your heart because you think you're just going through the motions. You think God's done with you? He ain't done with you. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God ain't done with nobody under the sound of my voice. That's shouting stuff right there. Because the world will chew you up and spit you out. But Jesus will gather you in and say, I got a plan for you. Oh, Jesus. Let me hurry. And he said unto me, verse 3, he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? Now your faith is being tried. Can it live? Look at it for what it is. I see what it is. Now he's asking, can Zanesville live? I, I'm showing you. I'm letting you feel. But now, now I'm asking you. Asking, can it live? Can the up and up and the down and out and the middle class, the one that's about to commit suicide, the prostitute, the, 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 the homosexual, the lesbian, the, the, the gender confused, can they live? Because it was valley full of the dry bones. They were disconnected. They were very dry. They were, they were self, they self-destructed. 
The reality of it is our nation is self-destructive. But we know there's an end plan, an end purpose. The coming of the Lord is drawing nigh. It is. It's drawing real nigh. Let me hurry up. You guys all right? Kenny's bone lives. More ruin. He said, no, Lord God, thou knowest. And again, he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones. God's not going to do it. He said, you do it. As your faith is, so be it unto you. Again, he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the prophecy. Hear the end result. I'm facing what it is. I got a good balance in my life. Y'all with me tonight? I'm going to speak the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Now, now, now look at it. Look at it. verse 6. And I will lay sinews upon you, will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, uh, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied. I, okay, God, I'm speaking what you're saying. So I prophesied, and I was commanded as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when, when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. It's not enough to just to get the flesh part all right, to get a job, to, 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 to get my affairs right. It, the, the call is deeper than that. I'm going, I'll put it together. You prophesy. You speak life. There's a better way. But I'm going to get the glory from this because as my wind starts to blow, I'm going to take the one that was a crack addict and make him a preacher. I'm going to take the one that got babies. I'm going to keep it real with you. By three different men and raise their boys up to be missionaries. Oh. Can they live? Come on, can they live? Come on, somebody. Can they live? Every color, every creed, every, every nation. Can they live? I think we need to stand on our feet and say, God, yes, they can live. I'm closing. Face it and prophesy. I pray every bar loses their liquor license in Jesus' name. My baby's going to come back. Maybe I'm not letting your baby come back so you'll pray. I know your comfort zone. I love him more than you. But I'm jealous after you with a godly jealousy. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm winding it up. Verse 9, then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. Say unto the wind, thus saith the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath. Breathe upon these slain that they may live, O God. Hallelujah. Because that Holy Ghost that we got, the spiritual activity that we got, it's just not located to one place. Our prayers affect the whole world. I said our prayers affect the whole world. In Jesus' name. 
Come on, I feel faith getting ready. This is rising in your heart right now. I'm going to prophesy the word, but I'm not going to forget the beginning of the thing. Someone say amen. If you're miserable, try praying again one more time. Because God puts value in places we don't. Holy Ghost in us affects the whole world. This is a startling promise. And he wasn't looking for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. He was looking for one. One that'll stand in the gap. It's in our pastor what I'm preaching. You can't talk to him for a few moments without him doing what? Crying? Y'all remember anything? Remember this place. Come on, somebody. got you right in the middle. This is a church of hope for Zanesville, Ohio and beyond. Got a few amens. I'm going to say it again. This is a church of hope for Zanesville, Ohio and beyond. And, and praise God. What we're going to do as a family right now. Praise God. stay in the valley my spirit but I'm shouting when the prophecy's there and it's confirmed but I'm, it's alright to embrace the pain too because you can't have one without the other folks we'll be unbalanced we'll become charismatic and legalized legalism and not apostolic <laughs> God in Jesus name you told me what to say God I pray Lord that this promise would invade our life Lord that we would be willing Lord as New Testament priests to continue to stand in the gap. Come on, lift your voice right now. Come on, this isn't a sad message. This is direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I embrace every prophecy, every dead being raised, everyone getting the Holy Ghost. 
But I understand, Lord God, that we want to be anointed, God, to minister to the brokenness, to minister to their pain when they come out of Egypt, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God, not just to embrace, God, the emotion of it, oh God, but the reality, oh God, of what sin does to people's lives and city and the state and nation, God. We believe this in time revival, God. But I pray, Lord, that we would keep your heart, oh God. Come on, lift your voice to the Lord. I'm done preaching. What the Lord gave me to say, these altars are open. Why don't we have a season of prayer? And I want you to prophesy to your situation. Speak to it in boldness. Faith. So we 